This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's so good to be here with all of you. We are coming off of official launch week inside of the Academy of Breath and it was our biggest launch yet. So for those of you that are a part of this round of the Academy of Breath, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm so excited for the next three months with you. And I wanted to dedicate this episode to a question that I received over on the Alchemized Life Instagram the other week when I opened up the floor for questions. I feel like it ties in perfectly to this past week, the growth of the Academy of Breath, all of the different things going on in my world. And I wanted to go all the way back to the basics because, and even though this is kind of a big question, it's definitely got a lot of different directions that we could go, but I want to start giving you something and go back to the beginning of how to start a business. And specifically, I want this episode to be about what I would do and focus on and prioritize in my very first year of business. Now, some of these things that I'm going to share, I did not do in my first year of business. But if I were to go back, or if I were to start an entirely new business, These are the things that I would focus on with the knowledge I have now. So the first thing that I want to say is that when it comes to building a business, remember that there are so many different ways to do things. So even though everything that I share in this conversation today does work and works for me and has worked for me, That doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right strategy or even the right mindset for you. So have discernment as I'm sharing. Know that there are so many different ways to do things. And at the very essence of it all, and one of the things that I wish I knew in my very first year of business, was that it's more so about finding our unique way to do things than trying to just copy and paste on the strategy of somebody else that's already successful. Now, let me take you back to, I want to say 2017, when I purchased my very first course. It was, I believe, like how to make 10K off of a webinar. It was very, very specific. And um, the course itself was $1,000. It was the biggest investment I had ever made. And it was very, very specific strategy. It had zero to do with mindset, embodiment, branding. It really was like, here's the formula. Now go out and implement it. And surprise, surprise, I took the steps and it didn't work. It didn't work. 
It didn't work at all. And it left me feeling like I was not meant for business, that I was not meant for success. And I remember being so frustrated because here was this woman who was able to sell to me utilizing this strategy, who seemed to have this incredibly thriving business using this strategy. And I followed every single step and yet it didn't work for me. Now, I don't know if you can resonate with that story. A lot of my clients that come to me say, oh my God, (laughs) I had that exact same experience and it was so frustrating and just filled me with so much self-doubt. So I feel like it's so common, especially in the first few years or like beginning stages of building a business because we're looking outside of us constantly to be shown what to do. But One of the first things I will say for those of you that are interested in starting a business, building a business, and growing something that you are so passionate about is that you are going to come across many different ways of doing things. And every single time that you come across all of the different ways, there's going to be a response that comes up in your body and in your heart and in your mind. The very first thing that I want you to get good at and the thing that I would prioritize is being able to understand what that response means and learning how to trust that response inside of your body above everything else. Now, let me give you an example of what that might look like. So let's say, actually, let's do it. Let's do it from this perspective. So I have a masterclass coming up at the end of February. It's called Six Figure Selling, and I'm beyond excited for this masterclass. It's going to be so powerful. It's going to help you learn how to articulate your offers. It's going to help you to build an engaging brand online and how to sell to people utilizing social media. It's going to help you to overcome the hump of when it feels like things aren't working or no one's signing up. And I'm also going to walk you through my step-by-step strategy of how I create an offer and how I detail out the offer, literally taking pen to paper, so that anytime I go to talk about it, anytime I'm creating copy, anytime I'm creating content around this said program or experience, I know exactly what to say, I know who it's for, I know the energy of that person, I know where they want to go, and I can speak about it like a damn pro. I'm so excited for this offer. How did you feel in your body while I was sharing about it? Did it feel like, ooh, that seems fun. That seems exciting. I want to learn. Did it feel like maybe butterflies or an opening like, oh, I want to be a part of that conversation. I want to know. Was the overall energy of your body leaning into the experience, playing in the possibility of what it can mean for you? Or was there little to no feeling at all? Or on the complete other side of the spectrum, you were just waiting for me to stop talking about it. Not interested. Closed down. Now, there's no right or wrong here. So let me make that very clear. But when you can get clear on the things that feel good 
versus the things that feel neutral versus the things that just straight up don't feel right for you, you are going to start to march to the beat of your own drum. Why this is important and why I think that it's essential for people to focus on from the very beginning when it comes to business is that you want to build something sustainable. You want to build something that feels good. You want your business to be in support of your energy. And so you can go sign up for something, apply a strategy, build it like her or them or him. You absolutely can do that. But if it doesn't feel good to you, if it doesn't make you feel happy, if it feels like you're pulling teeth, if you're kicking and screaming your way to your next milestone, you're, you can still be successful, of course, but is that success sustainable or are you kind of waiting for a destination? Are you waiting to get to a certain point and then you're like, all right, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I can't do it anymore. That is why I feel so passionately about building self-trust from the very beginning, understanding what feels right for you, what doesn't feel right for you. Because when it comes to building something that is massively impactful, like building a brand, making a lot of money, having tens, hundreds, thousands of people in your community, it is a marathon and not a sprint. And how do we run a marathon? By sustaining our energy. So understanding the responses of your body is so big, but also understanding what makes sense and what is going to be of support for you. So this is going to semi go against what I just said, but I think it makes sense when I explain it in this way. There's going to be certain things that are just important to have as a part of your business. To me, having mentorship is a non-negotiable. To me, looking at my finances every day, every week is a non-negotiable. To me, being a part of a mastermind and surrounding myself with other powerful women that are doing huge things is a non-negotiable. Certain courses to continue to develop my skills are non-negotiables. Do I always feel this like insane, like, oh my God, my heart is cracking open. It feels like God is speaking through me and I must be there feeling. No, not so much anymore. In the beginning, yes, I felt that all the time. But the reason why I brought up a neutral response in the body is that the more that you do this, the more that you follow your intuition, the more that you develop this level of self-trust as a business owner and as an entrepreneur, the decisions that you make will be more neutral. They don't always have to be this crazy feeling inside of your body as much as a knowing that you want to continue developing your skills. You want to continue placing yourself in spaces and environments around people that are going to keep you plugged into where you want to go. You want to have the organization set up inside of your business or have team eventually so that you can scale. So 
making decisions that make sense is also a super important and kind of obvious piece. But the decisions that make sense aren't always going to be the things that are like, oh my God, I feel like I'm having an orgasm as I'm making this decision. <laughs> and that's okay too. Like you don't only have to wait for that specific feeling in order to put your foot on the gas and go. So I think a lot of people, especially in the spiritual space, will wait for that feeling. And if they don't get that feeling, then they decide and label it as like, oh, well, this thing must not be right for me. Like the, the whole like, oh, I'm waiting for a sign piece. That's a perfect example because we wait and we wait and we wait for a sign. We wait for something to be the thing that drives our action and our momentum forward versus what will really make you successful is you being the thing that always drives yourself forward. You having foresight, being forward thinking. And the second piece of this, as far as what I would prioritize, is really making decisions and taking action not just from where you want to go, but where you plan to be two years from now, three years from now, five years from now. Because the decisions that you would make, the action that you would take, the way that you would build your business is going to be very, very different than most likely how you would be building it from day zero or day one. And this is why I say mentorship is non-negotiable. And I'm honestly really grateful because that's something that I always did from the very, 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 very beginning. I've always had a mentor. And that's because we don't know what we don't know. So if you're in your first year of business, if you are just starting your business, be in mentorship. Be in mentorship even if you don't feel like you're ready. Be in mentorship even if you haven't made a dime yet from your business. Like, be in mentorship. I cannot stress this enough. It doesn't have to be tens of thousands of dollars. You don't have to go and hire the most expensive mentor on the planet and work with them for private coaching. But be in their spaces. To me, mentorship isn't just private coaching or close proximity spaces. It's also being a part of their programs that they launch, being a part of their masterclasses, joining in wherever you can to work with that person, and then applying the things, applying the mindset, applying the action, applying the strategy. And the piece about this is also like being patient with it all. We're all on different timelines, and so you might be applying strategy that Person A right next to you is applying as well too, but they've been building their business for five months longer than you have, so they're seeing results faster. That doesn't mean that it's not right or you're not worth it or you're not meant for it. It just means that they're on a different timeline. So one of the most important mindsets to bring into your first year and just starting out is this idea and this belief that it's all adding up. And every single post that you make, every single story, every single launch, every single connection, every single client, every single sale, like it is all adding up. Every action is adding up. Um, I look at this from like a micro level too. If I am in a launch for a program and I send out an email and I don't necessarily get a response or I post about it for the first time on Instagram stories and no one signs up. I don't judge the 
entire launch or the entire experience by that one moment, that one thing alone. Instead, I look at it as like, it really is all adding up. And so one person's going to see this, it's going to like spark their interest. And then maybe they see the next thing that I do. And then they're more interested, but they don't pull the trigger. And then I'm going to do the next thing. And that's going to be the thing that actually inspires them and motivates them to sign up for the thing. So the mindset of it's all adding up is going to take the pressure off of each and everything that you do and bring you back to reality because the bottom line is all of the things really do add up. It's not ever going to be one thing that will catapult you to success. It's the commitment to the daily things. It's the commitment to improving yourself, improving your skills, improving your content, improving your communication, improving your sales, improving your launches. And that doesn't just happen from one thing. It happens from all of the things. I feel like these things as foundational as they may seem, they are so so important and you might be listening to me like, yeah, Ava, like I already know these things. But there's a difference between knowing and like really embodying them as truth. And the difference is that you can know something, but your body has a different experience. So like as an example, I can know all things are adding up. But if my body every single time I go to do something feels like this energy of lack and anxiety and tension and oh my gosh, like it feels like the world is ending, then my knowing isn't actually embodied. So that would be an area that I would invite you to become stronger in. And honestly, the way to become stronger in shifting from knowing something to embodying something is just by simply getting your reps in. Think about it as muscle memory in the same way that if you were to go to the gym and start doing a new workout, at first it might not feel totally strong and sturdy, but the more that you do it, the more sturdy it gets, the more memory you've created within your muscles. So the same goes for really embodying different mindsets of entrepreneurship and owning a business. The same goes for getting better and better at the things that we're doing in our business. You know, a lot of people will come to me and say, like, I feel like I'm so bad at social media. I don't like it. I don't understand it. I don't get engagement. It feels like no one's paying attention, blah, 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 blah. And they're also in like their first year of business. They just started showing up and they're expecting to create content like I do or like other people that have been on social media for a decade do. And it's just not realistic for most people to come out the gate at an expert level. Does that mean that you can't learn quickly? Of course not. Of course you can learn quickly. Of course you can get better quickly. Of course you're going to be better the more that you do it and the more devoted that you are. But it's going to require you to be relentless in learning the thing. So the next piece that I would focus on is really being relentless. Be relentless in how you show up. Be relentless in how you take your work seriously. Be relentless in how you sell. Be relentless in how you create content. Be relentless in how you learn and your approach to learning and your approach to 
being a part of big conversations that are going to teach you like I think about it like if you've seen Legally Blonde which I imagine all of you have when she decides that she wants to go to law school she is relentless at studying to pass the test that's the energy that not only you should have in your first year of business but like really every year in business if you want to keep growing and scaling and create something that is fucking incredible so I've talked about really understanding the response of your body and trusting yourself. I've talked about the power of mentorship and why I believe it's so important to be plugged into spaces where you're learning and able to see how somebody who is further along than you operates, thinks, acts, strategizes. I've talked about the importance of patience And I've talked about the importance of being relentless. Now I want to switch gears a little bit because I think that those pieces were a little bit more around self-leadership and who you become as a leader. But there's also pieces that are more strategy-based that I would focus on as well too. The first being position yourself as an expert. I don't care if it's day one. Position yourself and speak as if you are an expert. The way to become an expert is through all of the things that I just shared. But if you are, from the very beginning, positioning yourself as just somebody who is starting out and doing the thing and learning, and like that's totally fine, be there, and... If you want people to pay attention to what you have to say, speak as if you are already the expert. Position yourself as if you are a thought leader. Talk like you are the best of the best. Not to be incongruent with your skills, not to talk about things that you don't know about or don't embody, like be in integrity, of course. But the things that you have unlock the things that you're good at the things that you help your clients with the things that you have gotten results in your own life or with your clients or again if you're just starting out your own life your own experience be the best of the best show up as the best of the best in those respective things people will pay attention to you when you show up in that way people will pay attention When you are positioning yourself as an expert and giving value like an expert would. So if you were to look at your social media, if you were to look at, if you have a podcast, your podcast, if you were to look at your courses, if you were to look at your body of work, how are you positioning yourself right now? Is there an opportunity for you to take up even more space and speak with more authority and give even more value? So that the moment somebody lands on anything that you've created, they look at you and say, damn, I want what she's having. (laughs) I want to work with her. This is an expert. This is somebody that I know I can trust because this initial portfolio, let's say, even if the portfolio is your Instagram stories or your podcast or your Instagram feed, this initial introduction into this person is already blowing my mind. A lot of people feel like they have to hold back 
and save all the good stuff for their courses and their programs. That is a strategy I would drop right now if you're doing. Give it all away because your containers, your paid containers are so much more than just the information. It's the access to you. It's the investment someone's making, choosing to plug into that space. It's the way in which you would give individualized and more unique support to that person because they're in a paid container with you. So the way that I see social media and the way that I see content creation is I am going to give it all away because I am an expert. And this is just scratching the surface of the work that I'm going to do with my clients when they decide to show up in a paid container. So position yourself as an expert in all of your free content and people will pay attention. If you speak like people are paying attention, they will pay attention. And don't just do this once you have something to sell. Do this starting now. Do this before you have anything to sell. Do this before the offer is ready. Do this before the doors open. Build the brand before you start selling. Build the brand while you are selling. Build the brand after you're selling. Consistency in your content. Consistency in your value. Consistency in your free spaces. It's what makes selling easier. A lot of people work behind the scenes for days, weeks, months on end, then release their offer into the world and it's crickets because they weren't prioritizing brand at the same time. Working on the business is just as important as working in the business. Working on the business's brand, its social media, its content, its collaboration, exposure. Working in the business is your coaching, your programs, You have to do both from the very beginning. And I would add that the brand building starts before the selling does. I mean, you can do both at the same time, but what I will say is that if you're not brand building and you're planning to sell something, it's going to be a whole lot harder for people to say yes and sign up, especially if you don't have any presence Because you are essentially walking into a room with a ton of people who don't know you, don't know what you're about, and you're saying, hey, everybody, come buy this thing from me. Everyone in the room would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Who is this person? Why are they bugging me? Why are they yelling about this thing? I don't know who they are. I don't trust them. Branding, 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 branding. And the branding piece is like really coming back to it's all adding up. So if you're not being consistent, this is your invitation to start being consistent. And I know that that sounds so basic and almost annoying. But the people that others pay attention to are the ones that are always in front of their face. If you post once a month, once a week, once right before your launches and then every day during your launch, and then just like ghost after that, 
there's no relationship there. And our brands, our communities, our social media and sales is about relationship. So relationship building, that's how you're consistent. That's your priority. Where are you building relationships? How can you build relationships? So if I was in my first year of business again, I would be focusing so much on getting to know my community and the people that are already there. I would not be focusing on how fast can I grow? How many more followers can I have? I want to go viral. I, I would not be focusing on that. I would be focusing on the people that are already there. Because if you can create relationships with the people who are already here, it's going to be so much easier to sell to them. Like way, way, way easier to sell to them because they have trust. So building trust, number one priority. If you want sales to be easier, build trust. You can build trust through the content that you share. Again, that's why I say put it all out there. You can build content through testimony, or excuse me, build trust through testimonials, people sharing their experience working with you. You can build trust by getting to know people in your DMs. So there's so many different ways for you to build trust. But this is so important because it's going to create a community around you that knows who you are, knows what you have to offer. And when the right offer comes along, they are going to sign up for it. So from the strategic side of things, I just want to recap. And again, I could go on with this conversation for literal hours, but I want to leave here because I've already shared a lot. But I want to recap. Position yourself as an expert, even if it's day one. So how you speak, the knowledge you share, like be someone that people want to pay attention to. Build trust through testimonials, through conversations with people, through the content you share. Be consistent because the person that is in front of everybody is the one that people are paying attention to. And focus on building the brand far before you start selling the things. And again, you can sell things at the same time, but it's going to be a whole lot easier to get someone to say yes and actually pay you if you've already established a relationship there, the trust is there, and the brand is there. So these are just a handful of things that I would be focusing on if I was in my first year of business. From the more support, energetic, emotional mindset side of things, then also from the more strategic side of things. And as I said at the very beginning, take what resonates. Maybe question and have a self-inquiry session with yourself of the things that didn't resonate. Why didn't it resonate? And most importantly, take action. Just start. The initial question is, how do I start my business? You just start. That's, that could be the episode here. <laughs> but hopefully the rest of the information I shared earlier in this episode is helpful for you too. 
If it was helpful, if you enjoyed this episode, I, like I mentioned, have my six figure selling masterclass that's coming up at the end of February. I'll leave a link for you in the show notes. It's going to be so much fun. And like I said in the episode, this is going to be like the holy grail of selling. I am so excited for this masterclass. It's going to be so badass. I'll be teaching you how to create a buzz around your offer, how to boost engagement and interaction around your offer, how to pre-sell like a pro, how to heat your audience up so they are ready to buy, Very going deeper on the conversation we are having today, what to do when it feels like nothing is working and no one is buying, learn how to identify and speak to the tangible shifts your clients get. This is such a huge question that I get from my clients of like, how do I speak to the transformation if I'm not a business coach? How do I speak to what happens when somebody is more confident? How do I like make it feel really real? So I'm going to talk about and give examples of how to actually show the tangible shifts that will, that your clients will get regardless of what industry you're in. And then finally, like I mentioned in the episode earlier, We're also going to create a full offer sheet by the end of the session. So you have go-to copy and talking points for every single offer that you create. I cannot wait, cannot wait, cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. We have a payment plan set up for the six-figure selling masterclass, or you can pay in full. It's on February 27th. I would not miss it. Even if you can't attend live, you'll get a replay. So definitely sign up for it. The link is in the show notes and keep these questions coming. I love answering your questions in solo episodes. And I have obviously a lot to say on the topic of entrepreneurship, selling, launching, social media, all of the things. And And I want to support you the best ways that I can. So if you have any questions for me, feel free to just send us a DM at The Alchemized Life and maybe your question will be featured on an upcoming episode. All right, everybody, I'll see you next week.